Hey, everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. Jeffrey Lonnan. And this is Volume Up by The Tease. We are here. It is summer. It is sweltering (laughs) hot in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Look at this mess of a hair in a situation. Yes. Not ready for (sighs) it. I mean, you really didn't have much of a a warning it went no, it went real right. cold to real hot real fast um yes. we don't love that for you um we don't. but yeah warm weather we're, we're <laughs> it's here damn it <laughs> and warm weather is a time to celebrate and mm. somebody's celebrating which i was like yep. what those kate john and kate plus eight all eight of them turned 18 how did that just happen remember that that show I mean, I remember who doesn't (laughs) that that haircut has been memed so many times. RIP to that haircut. Um, The idea that they're 18 is frankly terrifying, terrorizing. (laughs) Can you imagine? I'd like, how are we this old then? Um, If they're that old, you know, exactly. It really does a number. Um, My question, Mm -hmm. because it's been written about, is that it's one of the kids celebrating in style in Miami. What about the other I kids? I mean, we all have a favorite, don't we? <laughs> I mean, it just, the, wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, that is like, where's the Lux party for the other seven? They got the short end of the John and Kate plus eight stick, yeah. if you will. Um, <laughs> try to, can, were there six little ones and then the two older ones? Is that what it was, oh. or were they eight? I, I'm. I. It is all Wait, blur. It's a blur. All of it's a blur. And it should be. There's no yeah, reason to, to retain that information. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> They've already gobbled up enough of our brain space. Damn it! Like, don't be greedy. I just can't believe eighteen. Like, what? Um, uh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get into the episode. Last week, we talked with Maribel Yepes and Jessica Gudinos. They're two hairstylists from Wild Root Salon Boutique in Waco, Texas. They specialize in cuts, color blowouts, updos, and extensions. And between the two of them, they have over 30 years of experience in the industry. We heard all about their journey to doing runway hair at New York Fashion Week for the first time and their advice for others who aspire to see their creations on the runways, too. If you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to this very podcast and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all of the places at Read the Tease and send in questions to us, which we will answer maybe even here on the podcast at volumeupatthetease.com. And on this week's episode, I talked with Hanai Sagari, an entrepreneur, biochemist, anti-aging industry disruptor, and mom cute, right? Her holistic LA skincare brand, Chiral, is the culmination of a lifelong mission to improve lives and increase longevity, which we're all here for that. She Mm -hmm. combines her business acumen, bioscience knowledge, and passion for empowering women to be beautiful and financially free. The brand name stems from the word chirality, a chemistry term for a molecule's mirror image. The molecules appear identical, but their behavior is completely different, just like a reflection in a mirror. Skincare should also be a reflection of you. And each of us is unique. So why do we continue to rely on cookie cutter skincare solutions? At Chiral, they're breaking the mold. They treat all of their customers as individuals and their formulas are personally tailored for everyone. And I was so impressed with this interview that I hit add to cart immediately after I talked to her. So there you go. 
the ultimate persuaded (laughs) (laughs) converted here on this very Mm -hmm. podcast you guys are going to be in for a treat Uh, but before we get to the interview we're talking about someone who's a favorite to at least me on this very podcast um a one dua lipa uh recently dua lipa has graced the cover of vogue um so there's that and let's talk about it what do you think about the cover you know i love the cover I love seeing her sort of stripped down, pared back, minimalistic, all the great things. I mean, it was it was wonderful. You know, you get me with a blazer. She's not a blazer on one of the looks, which I'm here for, as we all know. Um, but I would I actually really loved the article too and learned mm-hmm. a lot about her that I didn't know before. For example, did you know that Dua actually means love in Albanian? You might have known that. Did you know that? I, I honestly didn't. I just knew that she was an Albanian refugee, question mark. Mm. But yeah, love. That's fitting. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and she's also got her hands in other things aside from, you know, just hanging with Elton, if you will. Casual. <laughs> she's got a podcast called At Your Service. She's got a newsletter, which I'm also going to sign up for uh, called Service 95. Do you follow them on Insta? No, should I? What's up? Yeah. It's your cultural concierge weekly newsletter. And I checked it out too, just because of the Vogue article. So we'll link it in the show notes. Worth a look, worth a follow. What did you think about her look? I mean, I mean, honest to God, you know, I mean, I'm the one that is very much into a Dua Lipa, uh, Mm -hmm. Future Nostalgia, that album slaps. Uh, I've been really (laughs) into her whole, I mean, there's so much going on with her. Uh, and now there's a Jack Harlow song, this Vogue cover, like good for her. But it was yeah. nice to see a sort of departure. She wasn't like overly glammed, right. um, which is also fun when she does that. I mean, again, I'm just, I'm here for her. She's a pop yeah. star for our times. Very exciting. Uh, so I'm glad that you liked it too. And I shall be using the term, it slapped. <laughs> <laughs> there's bops. Look, it's mm-hmm. undeniable. Mm-hmm. Future nostalgia. Is where it's at. I think like what, two years later? Anyway, great, great. Vogue cover, great. We'd love to see it. Uh, Speaking of things that you guys should love to see, the editorial team over at thetease.com has been hard at work uncovering industry news, looking into trends, diving into brands that you don't know, but you should. And here are some of our favorite headlines from thetease.com from this week. First up, Professional Beauty Federation partners with GDC Health Tech to launch a virtual healthcare membership for salon pros. For many young beauty professionals, navigating health insurance is a struggle. Not only can the terms be extremely confusing, but coverage can potentially be a huge financial cost. And that is why it's not surprising at all that many beauty pros forego health insurance or are more than likely underinsured. It's just the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. If this is your reality, though, you'll be happy to know that the Professional Beauty Federation, PBF, is doing their part to offer a more convenient, affordable, and accessible solution for the beauty community. Through a new partnership with GVC Health Tech and its disruptive app, Give Virtual Care, the Professional Beauty Federation will now be offering beauty and barbering pros with an affordable virtual healthcare membership that includes unlimited, on-demand, vital, urgent, and general care medical appointments through a teledoc, the industry leader in teledoctor appointments. Head to readthetease.com for more, including how the heck to sign up for this service. Kelly. Yes. Do you think that stylists are going to be excited about this? Yes, I do. I think, you know, it's a great advancement for our industry. So mm-hmm. kudos to the Professional Beauty Federation and GVC Health Tech. And I also love the idea of telehealth. I think in, you know, 
the accessibility behind that, um, you know, online solutions as well. So I love that we've got the app Give Virtual Care. So if you're a pro and you're like, wait, I I am confused. I don't know how I can get coverage. And if mm-hmm. I do, it's very cost effective. Head over to the tease.com. We break it all down for you. Yeah. Speaking of breaking things down, Olivia Garden officially makes brushes for barbers. This is new, new news. Um, go to the tease.com. After first conquering the professional hair tools category with their high quality, innovative, and cutting edge brushes, Olivia Garden has now set its sight on the niche barber market with the release of a brand new collection. Designed specifically for barbers, the OG Barber Collection offers a wide range of enhanced tools that are exclusive to men's grooming. Most notably, the collection includes a paddle and round brushes featuring ceramic and ionic technology with ion-charged bristles to help hydrate the cuticle, eliminate frizz, and add shine to hair, which guys want. Let's be real. Mm. Uh, And, you know, let's not discriminate. I mean, this can be used for anybody uh, with short hair. So precision styling, it's your friend. For Olivia Garden, the decision to expand its hair tools offerings was a bit of a no-brainer, given the rise in dedicated artisan barbershops and demand for brushes unique to styling men's and short hair. So go to the tees.com. You can see the full range. Kelly, are you maybe going to pick up a brush or two for your little gentleman at home? You know, my little gentleman, the youngest one particularly, stands in front of the mirror for many minutes a day before mom might may or may not be strongly encouraging them to get in the car and every hair must be in the right place i've created a monster it's it's, you have but i mean (laughs) when the hair is good like it just is what it is like it's we call that drippy in our house so much like slap this is drip he's got we learn you look don't say that we don't teach you things here on this very podcast drippy the kids (laughs) are using it Mm -hmm. his hair is drippy as hell So I will be picking up the collection because I love, you know, first of all, that Olivia Garden is literally always innovating, always innovating, never stopping. And like you said, that rise in artisan barbershops, you know, I love me the barbering industry. So Mm -hmm. the more tools we can give to them, the better. For sure. Again, head to thetees.com, check it out. Uh, Also on the tease, something we are very excited to announce is that Rachel Judd joins Lily Lashes as president and general manager. Beauty industry veteran Rachel Judd has officially joined cult brand Lily Lashes as its president and general manager. Judd brings her extensive beauty industry experience to the Lily Lashes team across its marketing, sales, operations, and merchandising efforts. Most recently, she served as VP of beauty at JCPenney leading both the Sephora inside JCPenney and salon businesses. Before that, a ton more. Um, this is such an exciting opportunity for Rachel. And she talks a little bit about what this is going to mean for both her and for Lily Lashes on the tease.com exclusively. So go over there and check it out. And check then out. if you're not already following Lily Lashes on Instagram, what are you doing? Go I mean, are you too. one of the 2 million? Because they've got quite a following. So they sure do. Kudo, you know, kudos to Rachel. She is a friend and colleague and we wish her all the best. And no doubt she's going to come in and disrupt that market. And I love to see it. Things that you are going to love to see are over on the tease.com. Thank you to hardworking editors. We're proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, my interview with Hanai Sagari, again, entrepreneur, biochemist, anti-aging industry disruptor. And you're going to find out why next with my interview coming up. Today on the podcast, we have Hani Sagari, an entrepreneur, biochemist, anti-aging industry disruptor, 
and mom. <laughs> I love that last title. <laughs> Her holistic LA skincare brand, Chiral, is the culmination of a lifelong mission to improve lives and increase longevity. She combines her business acumen, bioscience knowledge, and passion for empowering women to be beautiful and financially free. The brand name stems from the word chirality. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. All right. A chemistry term for a molecule's mirror image, which is so fascinating. I know we're going to dive into it. The molecules appear identical, but their behavior is completely different, just like a reflection in a mirror. Skin care should be a reflection of you. Each of us is unique. So why do we continue to rely on cookie cutter skincare routines? At Chiral, they're breaking the mold. They treat all of the customers as individuals and their formulas are personally tailored for everyone. So honey, that is a mouthful and I cannot wait to dive in. Congrats on all of your success. Thank you. That was a really beautiful intro. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) You bet. And so we're jumping in today. And first off, I would love for you to tell all of our listeners a little bit about yourself. Start from the beginning. What inspired you? How did you get into the industry? Sure, sure, sure. So my academic background, as you mentioned, is in biology, psychology, biochemistry, but my real passion has always been in the study of aging or gerontology. Um, for since I was a little girl, I can remember just trying to figure out and demystify what causes aging, what's the aging process. Um, so once I got out of school, I really wanted to go in the field of caring for aging um, individuals. And I did that for many, many years. I had a very successful home health care company. And then after that, we started a e-commerce um, fulfillment shipping business. So I really got exposed to a variety of different things from, you know, the e-commerce fulfillment logistic world to, you know, healthcare and caring for people. Um, and I loved it all, but um, I took some time off after I sold the, both businesses I got out. And I really wanted to take time off and figure out what's that next thing that I want to do. So went and traveled for six to eight months. And as you know, as a business owner, you really don't get a whole lot of time to travel leisurely. I mean, there's a lot of business trips. So took some time off and figured what would be the ultimate thing I would do next for the next 10, 15, 20 years. It wouldn't feel like work. I could wake up to it and just really be excited and and it incorporates all my passion, the passion for aging, the arts, the beauty industry, all of it. Um, and that's really where the conception of Cairo came to be. It's a culmination of all my passions and experiences come together. That's that's quite a career, right? Leading up to this newfound love. So kudos to you. What an yeah. endeavor. It seems a, a bit serial entrepreneurial, if you will, which... I'm sure you've heard that term and described yourself that way possibly before. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So um, tell me a little bit about the brand. Um, You know, let's dive in. What was it like once you kind of came to that point and you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is my next move. How did you start out? Was it just you, um, you know, kind of walk me through that process for our listeners out there who might be at the same precipice, but not sure where to start. Sure. So like I said, I wanted to incorporate, there are certain elements that are non-negotiables, right? I wanted 
to definitely do something in the field of arts and beauty. I've always loved it and it's been fun. I've loved to take care of myself. I do my makeup every day, no matter how busy I am. Um, And I think a lot of women feel the same way. So I wanted to bring that joy of looking beautiful and feeling great. I wanted to bring some aspects of longevity and the aging process. What I found in my previous career was here we are educating people in their 80s and 90s when they're terminally ill. And it's like, no, it's too late, right? Mm -hmm. Aging starts at a very young age. You know, as soon as we're born, we start aging. (laughs) So (laughs) that's when we really should start educating people in their 20s and their 30s to make better health decisions and lifestyle decisions. And then when it comes to skincare, the same process is true. We got to start. And I came from the generation of GTL. Um, I don't know if you know Jersey Shore with a gym tan. Audrey. <laughs> yeah, I would go into these frying beds and like fry my skin. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, so you understand. By the time I was 25, I was like, oh my God, I see wrinkles, right? <laughs> um, and it's like, what do you do? Well, there's the Botox, there's the laser peels. There's so... Um, you know, diving into that, having experience in myself, this, this awakening, like, oh my God, I got to take care of my, my skin. Um, I thought, what would be the most effective anti-aging product? How can we make anti-aging, the most effective anti-aging available to the masses? And, you know, the, I'm sure you know, the, the best stuff is really prescription grade or found in dermatologist's office or um, an aesthetician. Uh, can provide that. And so that, that was another one of efficacy. How can we make really effective products? How can we educate people on, on the aging process? How can we empower, empower women, men to be financially independent? I wanted to incorporate that because in my previous career, I had hundreds of CNAs, home health aides, and I was really capped at what I could pay them. And it broke my heart that, you know, they say in America, work hard and you'll achieve your dreams. And I was like, no, these women are working hard. I just am capped with insurance payments and, and Medicare, yeah. Medi- uh, um, Medicaid reimbursement. So that was another thing. I wanted to create an opportunity for men and women to make infinite amount of income, um, depending on how hard they work. And I, you know, the element of beauty, the arts. Um, so come together and that's where Chiral started. We um, personalize every single product and ingredient because that's how you get efficacy. And what we do is, Um, So a lot of retinoids are used, like retinoids are amazing for uh, longevity and skin rejuvenation at the heart and soul of all of our products is a cellular turnover cycle, which Hmm. is the natural skin cycle that we go through ever since we're babies. When we're born, this process happens every two weeks. Um, But as we get older, it could go up to 90 days in our fifties, this process of pushing new cells to the surface takes place every 90 days. So how do we rejuvenate our skin. We got to turn the cellular turnover cycle up, right? And we can achieve this with retinoids, prescription grade retinoids, because the retinols that are available on the market, by the time they get absorbed and broken down, their efficacy kind of goes away. And then AHAs and BHAs, acids, fantastic for our skin. They're natural. They're from, you know, there's various sources from, you know, bitter almonds to fruit extracts and uh, fruit acids. But the problem with acids I found quickly was that um, not all acids are made for all skin types. So if you have, for example, oily skin, you're not going to get good penetration with glycolic acid the same way that you would with salicylic acid, for example. And then there's also concentration and pH, how acidic or basic something is, right? 
So like, I was like, well, we got to really personalize this. If we want effective anti-aging, we got to personalize it. And that's really at the heart and soul of chiral, the cellular turnover cycle, and then personalizing products for individuals. And then from there, you know, the next step is really now that you've shed the top layer of the skin off, how do we help rebuild new cells? Because that's really important. You're almost like burning off a layer, right? To push new cells to the surface. So um, we've used, uh, we've created uh, lab-made bioplacenta um, growth factors to help rebuild, you know, the fibroblasts and the collagen. And and then the third step is really, you know, moisturizing, hydrating, but you got to personalize that too, right? If you have acne prone skin, you can't do the same thing that you would if you have, you know, mature dry skin. So personalize that. And the last step is a supplement. You got to supplement your body, mm-hmm. hydrate it, get sleep, get good supplementation, nutrition. So that's a little wow. in a mouth. Okay. I can sense the passion, which I love. <laughs> so if I think about the brand and, you know, I'm on your site, I'm shopping. Tell me about how do you personalize that? Because I see here, you know, the four steps, personalized regimen. What does that look like? Take me through level one, two, three, and four. You mentioned the supplement at the end as, as well, but tell me about the personalization part. Sure, sure. So what I failed to mention is there's a lot of technology and there's a huge technological component behind our brand. And what I've quickly realized is you get a drop off rate. If you ask too many questions from consumers, they're like, ah, I don't want to deal with this. And if you have too few questions, you're not going to get the results that you need to formulate. So we have a questionnaire and we've really narrowed it down to the most important questions that we need in order to formulate for you and make sure that we don't you know, damage your skin or mm-hmm. uh, cause any harm. So you log in, it's a short questionnaire. I, I think it's six to eight questions. Um, and yeah, from there, we have all of the data points that we need in order to formulate for you. Now, if we need to go back to you and ask questions, we will. But what's really cool is on the back end, you can log in and you could see exactly how your moisturizer or your uh, serum was formulated for you. Not only that, you could click on each of the ingredients and it'll tell you exactly what it's doing for your skin with an image. And so, so yeah, educating is really, really important to me. I wanted the consumer to really be educated, make informed decisions. And if it's not with me, if you come to my site, interact with our products, our, our website, buy nothing, I've done my job, right? So we also have a really cool ingredients page. You can look up pretty much any ingredient and it'll give you the scientific um, article, the journal article about what that uh, ingredient does and anti-aging and longevity. So I love that. I mean, your site is super robust um, and certainly you've taken a lot of care in the technology aspect, which is so, so important, Right. Back to that personalization part. I love the ingredient listing on the site. I've actually never really seen that as robust and detailed and mapped out, you know, ingredient by ingredient. Some skincare brands out there are trying to hide that. Right. 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 Yours is literally front and foremost. So that's super cool. Um, tell me about the decision to make and integrate technology into the brand at such a at such a high level. Right. I think it's necessary. The year is now. I mean, when I started this, it was 2019, 2018. It took a while to really bring it all together and put the supply chain together. But I think we're um, at a point in time where 
everything is personalized for us, but without us knowing it, right? You, your mm-hmm. Spotify playlist is based off of your preferences. And the next song that's played is based off of the things that you, so it's like, why is our skincare not doing that? Why are all the personal yeah. products that we interact with? And there are definitely some uh, leaders in, in our industry, like um, a function of beauty started this about eight to 10 years ago. Um, I really admire these brands that are trying to personalize. It's a supply chain headache. I will tell you that, but <laughs> Um, I do think that the future is is leading in that direction, and I want it to be at the beginning of that movement. Um, and also, one component of of our brand, what I mentioned, was to empower and educate um, uh, entrepreneurs and women and men. Um, is that we I created this? Our go to market strategy was a network marketing strategy, and I okay. don't come from this world, so I have no clue. I I had heard of Mary Kay, and I had heard of Avon. <laughs> But, um, and to me, that was like, oh my God, a Ponzi scheme, a a pyramid scheme. Is that what it is? But as I dove in a little bit, I really found a platform to do a lot of good Mm -hmm. because I I mentioned educating, you know, you're, you're educating this person and now they're a voice in their community, right. Mm -hmm. And their family and so forth. So, um, whereas I think direct to consumer online brands, they're typically, it's just a one way transaction. Most of the time, right. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, like you're, you're really building a community and I love that. So, um, I also didn't see a lot of innovation in that industry at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, no wonder yeah. it gets such a bad rep. They're like just taking off the shelf brands and throwing it out there. And yep. it's the same, and it's been the same old, same old since the days of Amway, you know? So it really needed some shaking up. And I was like, oh my God, opportunity to shake up the beauty industry and the yep. network marketing industry. And it was just a win-win. Um, and the decision came easy. Like okay. I definitely want to incorporate the technology. That's awesome. Thank you for that. And and how was it sort of getting those first few um, team members on board and to really educate them to start spreading the message? What was that process like? Yeah, well, we're still in the process of doing it. Okay. I mean, yep. team, I mean, until I'm not a Rodan and Fields at like a million reps, right? So right now it's really educating one by one, okay. right? Spreading the message one by one getting, you know, my, my tribe of believers that mm-hmm. believe not only in me, but the brand and really understand that you have to personalize. And, um, right now our plan is just as we've started with skincare. Cause it's so personal, right? If you're going to start with mm-hmm. personalized, uh, anything it's, you know, your skincare. And then from there, we're going to do shampoos and soaps and we're already coming out with our line of cleansers and eye creams and so cool. forth. Um, but I don't really want to stop until I personalize everything that you interact with in your household from your laundry detergent to your toothpaste. There's so much potential. And another thing that I think, you know, I talk about of efficacy and effectiveness yeah. of products. I think there is a place for prescription grade products. Absolutely. There's certain yeah. things that AGs, BGs, you know, um, non-prescription products can't handle, you know, you sometimes do need hydroquinone mm-hmm. for certain sunspots and extracts and no matter what you do can't help. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to incorporate the telehealth aspect awesome. in, in the wow. next year or two and, you know, personalized supplements and nutrition. So big plans. Jeesh, I guess so. <laughs> big, big plans. I love yeah. it. What was um, one of the most integral things that you learned um, at the start of this process that, you could share to others out there that are, you know, hoping to to take a dive into the entrepreneurial world as well. Yeah. So when I started this, actually, I found out I tried to have um, a baby for almost eight years. I tried to conceive and I couldn't do it. So 
right when I exited those two businesses, like I'm going to take some time off to figure yeah. out my next business plan. I found out I was pregnant right at the beginning of it. So come on, to find yeah. out that you're going to be a mom and starting all over um, was, was not an easy feat. But if you have conviction in what you do, and, and so I also tell a lot of um, passionate entrepreneurs, like it's one thing to be passionate the first six months, eight months, but talk, think about three years, five years, you yeah. know, you're running out of money. You're, yeah. there's, there's a lot of ups and downs. So be ready, like really, really, really love, figure out your why. Why are you doing this? Is it for the money? Is it for like, what is it? And hold on to that. Why mm-hmm. have conviction because it is going to be a really, really difficult ride and you have to wake up. And a lot of times there's no one, it's not like a job you have to show up to. Right. And you have to show up. Like you don't have to show up here. Um, you should. So what's that thing that's going to get you out of bed every day? Mm-hmm. Like love it, be passionate about it and um, stick with it no matter what. Cause a lot of people, I think, get discouraged when they're close to that last mile. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of discouraging moments. So stay, stay passionate and stick with it no matter what. Just show up. <laughs> I love that. And I started, I started my first business when I was five months pregnant with my first child and ended up having another as well. So I get that. I mean, you were in the deep, right? <laughs> and you're like breastfeeding and you still have to type with one hand. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I've got many pictures of like the laptop and the baby and the, <laughs> the whole deal. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I guess pivoting a little bit, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, lots of people use their cosmetics bag, make a bag to carry around their go-to products. And we've heard of the grapevine that that can actually be bad for our health. Um, first, generally, why can our makeup bags be bad for our health? Yeah. So actually I, um, I wanted, I'm, I'm one of those, like I, my background science. So I always yeah. find journal articles and, and research articles. So there was an, um, an article on the, a recent study that was done in applied biology, the applied microbiology journal. And it said, a yeah. makeup bag can leave users at risk of skin infections, blood poisoning, and even death in extreme circumstances. Um, and a lot of that is because of the bacteria that's in our makeup bag. Um, especially the beauty blender. I didn't realize like how much bacteria sit on a beauty blender. And most people don't wash their beauty blenders and it's typically wet because a lot of ladies like to like damp it and then, you know, use their products and then they leave it. And that just becomes a breeding ground for lots of bacteria. And if you have any open sores, any open wounds or anything, I mean, your skin is it's a porous, um, it's, it's porous, right? It absorbs right. things and there's blood vessels right underneath. So a lot of those bacteria and they're, they're antibiotic um, resistant a lot of times, right? Oh, really? So, yeah. So like antibiotics can't even uh, help you with that. So huh. they get absorbed and they could travel into your bloodstream and cause a lot of health issues. So, wow. um, and then not only that, like you've got your mascara, you're touching these things, you got your mascara and that, you know, you're using it on your eyes. There's a lot of open um, crevices on your skin, right? You can cause infections and so forth. Yeah. I had no idea how bad it could actually be. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting because, you know, you hear the age old, like, make sure you're switching out your mascara, you know, every X months or whatever, but do we really do it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I bet you do. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't either. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I think we all are. Because, you know, you're using your mascara until it dries out, but there's actually mm-hmm. a time frame. There's that little like jar symbol everybody sees. Those are, I didn't know that either before, you know, endeavoring. And there's a little jar symbol on the back yeah. of all your products. Okay. So like this one, for example, has 12M written on it and it's an open jar. That means this is only good for 12 months. Get Throw out. out. Oh, yes. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. On every product. I mean, it's, oh. it's actually a requirement. Um, our industry, the cosmetic industry is not really regulated by the FDA, but there mm-hmm. are certain things that the FDA requires you to put on labels. And this is one of it. So if it says 12M or 6M, sometimes it says 3M. That means it's only good for that long because bacteria wow. and mold and all these different things can start growing and harvesting inside. So. Yes, we got to get rid of. Interesting. I love that. I'm one of those people that's like, (laughs) oh, it's just a marketing ploy, right? Right. But no, it's not, right? There's actually like things that get exposed to air and they start oxidizing or bacteria start breeding in there now that it's been exposed. So. And what would that look like under a microscope, right? I mean, we would be shocked. Oh, yeah. Imagine. Totally. I mean, (laughs) there's so many different various types of bacteria, right? But sometimes like even with, I don't know if ladies have experienced, like they put lip gloss on and their lips begin to uh, chop after a couple of days. Well, that's bacteria that's growing in there, right? There's fungus, there's bacteria, there's all different. Mm-hmm. So if you start noticing your, your lip is starting to tingle a little bit, like throw that lip gloss out, right? Wow. Um, yeah, it's harder, I guess, to figure that sort of stuff out with mascara until you get an eye mm-hmm. infection. But right. you know, with lip gloss, it's easy to tell. Um, with skincare, you could start feeling really chapped and dry. Okay. That's another sign that you know, you know, your product has expired. Um yeah, and with foundations, obviously they start drying and crackling mm-hmm. where the oil starts surfacing to the top. It's just okay. at that point, it's not healthy for your skin. Throw Got it out. It. Yeah. Got it. Any other skincare tips that you think that we can all be doing better? I mean, of course, sunscreen. Now we're paying attention to like mold or bacteria within our products or the efficacy or how long until they expire. What are some other common things that we could be doing that we might not even know from a skincare perspective? Yeah. So um, <laughs> there's a lady that... I, I met once and she was 90 years old, looked fabulous. And this is the one, one, one tip she gave me and I never forgot it. She was like, I was like, well, what do you do? And she was like, don't forget your neck is part of your face, you know, and it's true. So make sure when you moisturize, moisturize everything, right? Yes. Your, your color and, and so forth. So I think that's something sunscreen. I mean, you said it best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very important. Actually, that was the next product I came out with that, that okay. I got super important. It was a primer sunscreen because oh. um, another thing like, so dimethicone is the ingredient that's used in um, foundations to make it that silky, smooth, mm. velvety, you know, you could put it all over and, mm. and it looks flawless. Well, dimethicone is a really, really expensive ingredient. So mm. cosmetic companies typically put lower amounts of it. Whereas primers have a high amount of dimethicone, right? And that's mm. why primers yeah. are very expensive. So I thought, oh my God, combine the two, create this really awesome primer with high levels of dimethicone, um, which is silicone and natural, huh. natural yeah. ingredient, and, um, and also include the zinc oxide and um, titanium oxide to 
give your skin some sun protection. So very, very important. Protect your skin from sun. And it's never too early to start with an anti-aging, pro-aging, whatever, um, aging well regimen. Mm -hmm. Um, Acids are fantastic if you use a low grade, right? Higher pH, but you can't have it be too high because then it's not effective. But high pH, low concentration, just do it, you know, and exfoliate. Um, And I'm not a huge fan of uh, physical exfoliants like scrubs because they're a little abrasive for your skin. And when your skin is, um, when it's too abrasive, you start producing a lot more oil to compensate for it. Right. You know, so not a huge fan of that, but chemical exfoliants, big fan. Um, Mm. And prescription grade retinoids. I've used them since my teens. I love them. Um, but you just have to make sure you wear lots of sunscreen and stay away from the sun because you could do more damage than good if you don't. Yeah. No more gym tan laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Just the gym and laundry. I love Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those were the glory days. I mean, we were ridiculous with the tanning bed, but you know, did we know any better? Maybe. Did we care? No. Right. Do we still exist? Are tanning <laughs> salons still around? You I don't think? know. They yeah. shouldn't be. I mean. I them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to move into what we call the quick take. So just a couple questions for you and your hot take on them. What is one quote that you love? Oh yeah. I love this question because (laughs) I live by this quote and I had to find out the hard way, but sometimes you have to slow down to go faster, right? Mm, Sometimes you're just so busy and busy busy, and you're going, you're going, and it's a detriment to your health and you just crash. Right. And it's like, great. You worked so hard for two weeks. Now you're, you're, you know, you're not producing or you're not as effective as you were for the next two weeks. So Sometimes you just have to slow down, you know, um, and take a deep breath to, in order to go faster. I love that. Um, I like that too, because, you know, especially in the fast paced entrepreneurial world, it's oftentimes you think the faster and harder I can go, the better, but that's a great reminder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely. Okay. What was your last Google search? <laughs> it's actually a private island off of Belize. I, I Amazing. Saw it okay. Yeah. And I, I was curious to see how much it is per night. It's 6,500, but you could have up to 20 guests and it's all inclusive. So that was my right. last Google search. That's a good search. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for places to host events for our consultants. So I thought, oh my so God, cool. this would be a fabulous place to have an event. So sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, outside of the tanning bed, what is the cringiest trend you've ever tried? Oh <laughs> I cringe thinking about the fact that I tried it. Those hyaluronic air pens. Have you seen them? No. What do they yeah. do? And so you please put tell these, me. Like, ugh, there are these like air syringes. And now <laughs> I think, thank God the FDA decided to step in and they're taking them off the market. But anyways, right when they came out, I was like, oh my God, this is cool. So they're supposed to be lip plumpers and you put like hyaluronic um, acid inside of it. And then with pressurized air, Okay. what you end up getting are like little blisters and puffs. I mean, it's just a ridiculous trend out there. Ladies don't try it. Don't try it. Yeah. (laughs) It's all, it should be off the market. It's it's on its way there. It's still around. And I see them on TikTok and women doing it like, Mm, gosh, yeah, but I tried it. I tried it. (laughs) It's curious. 
<laughs> okay, shampoo bars, a bar of shampoo, yes or no in your book? I've never tried it. I've never tried it, but I'd be curious. Mm-hmm. Have you used them? Do you- I have. It's a no for me because of the lather. I've got to get the. Mm-hmm. I got to get the lather. Oh, interesting. But so it's great for our environment, right? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Let's yeah, no, I've never you. tried it, but I'd be curious. <laughs> when, when I, yeah, I'd be curious to try it. Why not? I try everything. I'm yeah, one of those. Sounds like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what animal are you most like? I would say an eagle. Because when I get, okay. put my eye on something, I'm like, I'm not stopping until I get sounds it. Like it. Sounds like it. I'll buy that. focus on, on the, that goal. So eagle. Got it. Eagle it is. Two more. One product that you cannot live without that's not one of yours. Okay. So I love, love, love Dior's uh, Forever Foundation. I can't mm. live without that. I've used it for years. Right. Um, so that's a, and a good makeup remover to take it off because once that baby goes on, um, it doesn't come off. <laughs> but you know, this thing, my, my um, hairstylist recently, you're in the, uh, you I guess you're exposed to a lot of products, but my hairstylist recommended this product and I absolutely love it. It's called K18. It's all Uh, the rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this thing. I thought Mm -hmm. it was just hype. You know, a lot of products are are hype. It's legit. Yes, I love it. We are so smooth. Love it, love it, love it. We actually had the founder of K18 on a couple of weeks ago and really fascinating female entrepreneur story. And they're, they're literally blowing up just like Olaplex did. Yeah. You know, however many years ago. Right. So kudos right. to them. They're doing it. Right. Doing a great job. Good mom. Yeah, no, I love it. I thought it was just hype, but it's I know because it's yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Totally worth every penny. Ladies, oh, get it. <laughs> 18. You got it. Yeah. And then the last one, what is advice for those who want to make it to the top of our industry? Sure. So Malcolm Gladwell calls it the 10,000 hour rule. Um, there's there's a lot of terms for it, but the 10,000 hour rule is really how long something takes to uh, come to fruition. Stick with it. It's going to take a lot of work. Um, but if you really want it, because people quit and I think social media has made it so appealing, like yeah. the overnight success, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or my cousin, actually, he's a great example. He was a reporter at CNBC, left and started his own YouTube channel. And after approximately a year, he's doing about $120,000 a month in ad revenue. Right. He just makes yeah. it so easy. And he came out with this article that was like, how to make 120000 a month. And it's like, what no one sees is all the grueling hard work, effort, years of practice, him in front of a mirror reciting his lines over and over and over and all the letdowns right. and ups. And, you know, it's like, yeah. don't be fooled by those, you know, get rich quick schemes mm-hmm. or overnight successes. There's no such thing. It's all yeah. a lot of hard work, lots of grueling hours. So stick with it no matter what. And you'll get there. I love it. Stick with it mentality. So this was such a pleasure to get to know you. Uh, thank you so much. Amazing entrepreneurial story. Um, a definite anti-aging disruptor. So congratulations on all of your success. Oh, we will be cheering you. you on from the sidelines. Thank you. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. So Jeff, we dug into it, right? I mean, she used a lot of ingredients, a lot of words that I've never heard before. And I love to geek out on the biochemist part of it. Talk about passionate about the brand that she's founded and the brand and category of which she's disrupting. So as I mentioned at the top of the pod, I already hit the shop card purchase button 
And my customized skincare is in route. I also got that notification. So I'm excited to dive in and try for myself the four part skincare line. Oh, oh, well, I'm jealous. I'm send you some. I was going to say. It's really cool. So I'm going to send you the link, you know, buy some skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it walks through, you, you know, all the different skin types. You take this, you know, multiple step questionnaire um, and they'll even say formulated for Jeffrey on the bottle. So, I mean, who doesn't love that? I mean, customization, it's, <laughs> it's here and it's so exciting. Cool. Well, we'll make sure to link everything that we possibly can from the interview in the show notes. So check that out. Check it out. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease, and send in questions to volumeup at thetease.com. Volume Up is a tease media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to the creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.